Hey guys, welcome back to the Emergency Medical 101 podcast. My name is Lewis Solar, and uh, today we're going to be going over whether or not medicine is right for you. So to the people that are entering this field, maybe this audio will give you a little bit of insight into whether or not it's for you. But also the people that have been working in this field, it'll give you a chance to reevaluate your choice and decide whether or not this is something that you want to continue doing. So to preface this, it's uh, it's going to get a little gloomy at times, so we're going to try to just power on through it. Unfortunately, every job has its downside, so we just have to take that into consideration going through this. So a big question that people ask is, why are you wanting to be in medicine? You know, what drove you to make this choice, and what is your overall wants out of this career? Depending on what job you choose, you might not get to experience the things that you want, or the things that you see portrayed in movies and in shows and in books and everything like that. So it's good to do a little bit of research before you actually choose where you're going or what you're choosing or what you're doing. Uh, For the people that want to become first responders, understand that it's not all showing up and saving the day. Uh, For, you know, EMTs and paramedics, more often than not, you will be transporting grandma Gigi to dialysis and helping people with falls at home and things like that. Rarely will you see a chance and opportunity to actually make a major difference um, as far as on everyday operations. Nursing, I, I advise everyone to go into the field with a very open mindset. Um, people get trapped into specialties in nursing and you see them become very unhappy with that. So keep that in mind when you're choosing nursing versus paramedic versus PA versus whatever you choose uh, because nursing is very broad. Um, You do have a lot more opportunity when it comes to nursing. So I would advise that you do your research and figure out which field you want to go into. Go into that field and decide if you want to change before giving up. So like I kind of mentioned before, uh, understanding that reality is is very, very, very different than expectations. Um, you know, you see like the old war movies that nurses are portrayed bedside, you know, doing rapid surgeries and things like that. It's not, it's not truly like that. Fortunately for no matter what job you choose um, on this level, there's a lot of things that you cannot do uh, versus what you can do. Another thing that you want to consider is whether or not you want to be a lifelong student. Um, And by that, I mean that more often than not, you will see that there's this term that's thrown around in medicine called complacency kills. Well, it is a very real term. Um, It's very real as far as whenever you get to the point where you think you don't want to learn anything or that you don't need to learn anything anymore because you've already reached your threshold. Well, that's when you're going to get the call or that's when you're going to get the patient that is, you know, walks into the ER that you have to pick up on the ground and you don't understand what's going on with them. You're confused, you're lost, um, and and it's that humbling moment that really sets you back and sets you apart from others, whether or not you decide to continuously learn from that or just let it happen. So another thing that we want to go over uh, is being comfortable around individuals with disabilities. I know it seems pretty obvious uh, to say that whenever you go into medicine that you're going to have people that have crippling disabilities, um, you know, things that are genetic, things that unfortunately happen to them in their lifetime, like trauma and things like that, people that are without limb or have had issues mentally, 
Um, and you have to put that in perspective a lot and be able to be comfortable around those people. For the people that are working on an ambulance, you will be in a box with them trying to talk through some of the worst things that they're going through. They're going to have mixtures of emotions, suicidal ideations. There's going to be younger people there, and maybe you have an age difference of 20 or 30 years, and you've you know grown up to the point of where you don't really understand where they're coming from anymore, but that doesn't mean that their feelings are invalid. So you want to take all of those things in consideration. Aside from physical disability, there is a lot, a lot of mental disability that you will see. Um, and for a lot of providers, that makes them very uncomfortable. So take a step back when you have these patients and try to limit yourself. Uh, they talk a lot in medical ethics how patients that have a disability are more often than not treated as if they are not on the same level as somebody that doesn't. So another big aspect that people tend to kind of miss or they want to forget exists when they go into this field is that your presence to the public and your image is extremely important. Even with things changing now, uh, times are changing to the point of where, you know, most people don't care if their physician has tattoos or has a crazy hairdo or things like that. But unfortunately, uh, we are still in that that line of view in the public image. And since everyone doesn't share the same ideals, there is this image that you have to portray to be, one, respected in your profession, and two, have it easier going when it comes to being able to treat patients with confidence. Um, not to say that anything is right or wrong, because there isn't anything that is right or wrong. You see a lot of providers with tattoos or look slightly different than the average person would, and that's okay. But another thing that people do not consider is how you interact on social media. You know, when we go into a house, uh, I, you know, we walk in, we say, hey, you know, I'm EMT with, you know, whatever county, or I'm a paramedic with whatever county, or hi, I'll be your nurse today, my name is. So whenever you start to give them that, that image of professionalism, you're also telling them your name. They also have the ability to look you up. And in that instance, they will either accrue confidence for you very quickly or lose it for you very quickly. And so we want to make sure that we are keeping that in the back of our heads. We want to make sure that we're being professional at all times. And the people that have lost that ability and have noticed that their patient rapport has decreased, that is something that you can address. And it makes a big difference. So last thing on the gloomy side that I want to address, there is a lot of issues with mental health in this field. Um, some would argue that first responders have it worse off. Some would argue that nurses have it worse off. Everybody has an opinion. But according to the CDC and PubMed, the leading right now is physicians at number one, and 15 on the chart right now is the medicine as a whole. This is for suicide awareness just as much as it is for mental health. We see more often than not, and to my surprise actually as I was researching this, that females in this field are more likely to suffer from mental illness or PTSD or even have suicide attempts, which is something that they do not talk about a lot. So if you are a woman and you decide to go into this field, I encourage you 
even more to go and shadow a facility, talk with the providers, talk with anybody that can reach out to you on your level and has your same understanding. That would make a huge difference for you, even just going into the field as a provider. For those of you that are currently working in this field, um, I, I would take a step back if I were you and really evaluate whether or not this is something that you want to continue doing. Of course, you're going to get a lot of backlash if you ever decide to walk out, you know, but your health is more important. You can't treat people if you're a patient yourself. And that's what I try to preach to everybody. And I think that's what the mindset is now turning to in medicine, that if you are incapable of functioning at your fullest capacity, how can you help somebody that is in the same boat as you? So keep that in mind. It's something to address. It's something to look into. Um, and, I, and I can't preach that more for the people that are working in this field. It's okay to make changes. It's okay to take time off whenever you need it. It's okay to say, hey, I need to step away or I don't, or I need to switch patients, you know. As long as you're willing to help each other out and work and improve, then it'll be great. Aside from all the gloomy stuff, since we've talked quite a bit about that, there's a lot of positives that come out of this field. Uh, For one in particular that I can think of is that although there is very far and few times that you get to save a life like you pictured when you come into the field, the time that you do, it is the most exhilarating, relieving feeling. And sometimes, you know, you'll hear the statement, I just need a win. Well, that is true. You will see a lot more downfalls than you will see people improve. And that's, that's just part of the job. It's part of life. Medicine isn't at the point yet where we can give somebody a magic potion and they are cured from all their illnesses. And you will see people repeatedly that you care for deeply because you have seen them so often. You'll see patients that you have been out to so many times that they've just become like family to you. And unfortunately, you might see them on their last day too. But with that being said, you might also see them on their best day. There's also all this talk about a huge wage gap between providers. And that is true to some extent. Um, You will see nursing make a lot more than paramedics. But it all just depends on where you're at. You know, your, your location, Providence, wherever you're from. You have to look at the job field of where you currently are and look how much people are paying, how much people are making, um, and then decide if you want to work there based off of that. You have the choice and the option to work wherever you'd like once you have that certification. You also have the option to argue for your pay if you think it needs to go up. Now, people that work in a county or government-ran facility might be a little bit more difficult. Um, More often than not, you'll you'll see very, very slow pay increases. But working for privately-owned clinics, working for privately-owned hospitals, or even private services sometimes offer more incentive to work there. And you might be more likely to push for further protocols and things like that but pay is not bad in medicine even for emts people preach that you know it's nine ten dollars an hour 
Well, when you factor in the hour ratio and how much time you actually have off, you might work two or three days, but you'll have four days off, you know, and you work your butt off during that time. But whenever you have your paycheck, it'll be 40 hours overtime. And when you work in the hospitals, you might be on 12 or eight, 12s or 16 hour shifts. And he does offer you a lot of overtime because hospitals are always in desperate need for more people. So there is always more opportunity to make money. And lastly, guys, to everyone that's listening, whether you are starting out in this field or whether or not you are at the point where you think that this field might not be for you or just want to reevaluate how you're feeling about your current job. Take the time and actually ask yourself those questions. You know, why Why are you doing this? What are you wanting to get out of it? And think about what drove you to make this choice to be in this field. And if you don't feel the same way, then it's okay to leave. I have the issue, and this is a bit anecdotal, of course. I had the issue of working at a service for years that I was unhappy with that I felt belittled in and once I decided to leave I had to think to myself if I wanted to stay in this field did my motivations change did my surroundings change enough to make me sour and not want to do it anymore so I took the time off and luckily it was maybe two months later at most, that I had an old coworker reach out to me that ended up moving to a different service and went into management there. And he invited me to come work at the service. That made a huge difference to me and my mental health and the things that I wanted to do in this field. Because when I started working there, I realized how different every place is and how the things that I was lacking in leadership and in pretty much everything I needed in general was not there, but it was at this new place. And so it was my environment that was making me very unhappy. And so I tell everyone, make sure that you don't just walk away from a situation. You really reevaluate everything and think about what you want. And with that, guys, that is pretty much everything I have today. If you have any questions, concerns, or any comments, anything that you want us to go over in this podcast, feel free to reach out. My email is emergencymedical101 at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you again for listening.